What's the vibe, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Running Off the Screen. I'm the man they call Mac. I think it's fair to say that every player in the NBA is either a talented basketball player, uh, athletically gifted, or just really tall. In that way of thinking, you can say the main variable to success is just opportunity. Year in and year out, there is a crop of players that emerge essentially out of nowhere uh, to make a name for themselves across the markets in the NBA universe. So in this episode, I would like to point out players I feel are destined to have a breakout season. I'll focus on going from point guard to the center position, and we could label this the all breakout team. So um, just a heads up, when I put this team together, I wanted to avoid um, putting together an entire list of second year players. I think that would have been kind of the easy way out. All right, so the point guard I think will have a breakout season is San Antonio Spurs guard, DeJounte Murray. If you take a look at the Spurs depth chart, it is very clear that they need an alpha to surface and just take the lead. DeMar DeRozan is off to Chicago. Um, this will be the full training camp and uh, season without LaMarcus Aldridge. Patty Mills is off to, I think, Brooklyn. So that veteran presence is out of, out of the locker room as well. And if I'm not mistaken, DeJounte is currently the longest tenured player on the Spurs roster. And other than him being the longest tenured, he is their best perimeter defender, um, winning an all defensive team spot in, old, in 2017 and 2018. And he's probably their best all around guard at this moment. You can argue maybe Lonnie Walker's up there, but you get what I'm trying to say. He's, he's one of their more talented players and someone's got to take over. Throughout his career, uh, he's always been able to keep those turnovers down, which is very important at that point guard spot. Uh, he's always been able to keep it under two a game. His assists and rebounds have had a steady climb over the last couple of seasons as well. But where I can see him taking a, a step and, and breaking out this season is his points per game. An offseason invested in cleaning up that three-point shot uh, could even make him receive some all-star consideration, even though it's pretty stacked in the Western Conference. I expect Murray to play around 38 minutes a game this season, six minutes up from the 32 minutes he had last season, leaving plenty of room for him to continue to fill that stat sheet and flirt with triple-doubles on a nightly basis. At the shooting guard spot, my breakout selection is Portland Trailblazers guard, Anthony Simons. Simons is one of the most annoying players to follow because when you watch him play, like when he's actually locked in, he looks unstoppable. He can dribble, he can shoot. Uh, he shot over 40% from three. He's very athletic. And that's pretty much why analysts for the last couple of seasons have had, had him 
as a breakout candidate. The reason why I think this is the year for him to actually break out and step up is the Trailblazers are sort of a treadmill team and they've been that way for the past few seasons. And eventually something has to give. When I'm like what I mean by that, like the tandem of CJ and Damian Lillard are good, but they've never been able to be great. So, so it feels like there's many seasons that have been wasted or drained from their careers together. And the long-term fit doesn't seem like the right, right way to structure, structure a team around Lillard. So I can see a scenario where they move uh, CJ McCollum for maybe a power forward that has some defensive prowess and some catch and shoot ability. Um, I don't know who that would be. Everyone says Miles Turner. Every, anytime you're looking for a big who could play defense and shoot, Miles Turner comes up. But I don't know how that would work. I think I think Pacers are set at their uh, guard spot. But anyway, last season, Portland was 29th in uh, defensive rating. But they were second in offensive rating. But like the finals has shown us over and over and pretty much every sports analyst says this from since the beginning of time defense wins championships so moving cj leaves the door open for an anthony simons to step into that shooting guard spot uh, where he played 17 minutes per game last year if he's given an opportunity where he can play through mistakes get and get up to maybe 20 to 30 minutes a game i can really see him flourishing as a scoring option. The small forward on my breakout list is probably not really a small forward on a team, on the actual team, uh, but it's a position that I think he can play. It's Washington Wizards forward, Rui Hachimura. If you go back to the first round of last season's playoffs, Game four versus the 76ers. You can envision the type of player Ruri Hachimura is going to become. He was aggressive, he was confident, and he was efficient. He never looked overwhelmed, and everything came to him easy. You know, off the dribble jump shots, uh, clutch three-pointers, attacking the basket with emphatic dunks. I know it's just a game sample size, but the, the type of plays being run for him in high pressure situations like that, where the Wizards were fighting to avoid a sweep, tells you a lot about his character and preparation. He just doesn't look afraid. The main theme of this list so far is, is opportunity. And under new head coach Wes Unsell Jr., who was the associate head coach with Denver last season and someone who worked with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, you could imagine he will be able to utilize and maximize Rui's strengths on the court. Also, with Russell Westbrook out of the picture, the touches should be distributed more evenly, opening up more chances for Rui to bring up the ball off a rebound, maybe call for more isos when gifted a mismatch, and just play more free. Holding down the power forward spot on my list is 
Minnesota Timberwolves power forward Jaden McDaniels. I know I said I wanted to avoid second year players, but this prospect um, was too obvious a choice for me to pass up and I think he's the only second year player on my list. I've said this before in a previous video, the league is turning into a positionless game. This is why teams like the Toronto Raptors load up on players who all have very different skill sets, but they're all hovering around that 6'9 height range. Jaden fits that mold. And during this year's summer league, he showed the ability to attack the basket with either hand smoothly and finish with either hand effectively around the rim, while also collecting a block and a steal a game. For as long as Carl Anthony Towns uh, has been in the league, fans and analysts preach the importance of putting a versatile power forward beside him. You know, someone who can play some defense and knock down mid-range shots at a respectable clip. Playing with a healthy or a healthy Timberwolves squad will obviously open the floor for McDaniel's to find. Uh, uncontested shot opportunities and just uses defensive versatility to stay on the floor because of the lack of depth behind him. And hairstyle aside, I feel McDaniels can be a Jonathan Isaac type of asset for the Timberwolves with a bit more upside on the offensive end. The last player on this list uh, and probably the one with the highest ceiling is Denver Nuggets center, Bull Bull. I admit, I don't follow the Denver Nuggets enough to understand why Mike Malone hasn't found a way to get Bull on the floor on a consistent basis. But I don't think I can name five players on that roster with more talent than him. So the fact that he hasn't been a core rotational piece so far in his career is pretty confusing. He is a 7'2 player with a hezzy and off the dribble three-point shot that is pretty much unblockable and with blocks in mind he has the profile to become an elite shot blocking option like is it his attitude i don't know like the, does he not give it all like give it his all in practice i don't i don't know but i pray that the nba fans get to see a big lineup one day of jamal murray um porter jr aaron gordon Bol Bol and Jokic. We just we deserve that much. Bol Bol is going into his final year of his contract, and I believe it's time for the Nuggets to put him into the rotation for one of two reasons. You could up his trade value and maximize your leverage on trade offers, or build chemistry with the established core pieces of the team and find out if he will be a long-term answer. So that's why I call for a breakout season for Bull, because no matter the reason, he will need to see the floor. And for him, that is all he needs to fully display his star potential. And side, uh, and side note, side note. Um, if I'm Portland, I'm trying my best to get Bull Bull on the roster. Right? I, I haven't looked into how a trade like that would work, but I think Portland 
that team seems like a great fit for him. Can you imagine Bol Bol running around with Lillard? I, I think that would be a good that would be a good tandem. Anyway, please leave a comment explaining your all breakout team or even just a player you think will have a breakout season. And let me know where you agree with me, where you disagree. And I'll be back again next week. So please remember to like, subscribe, and raise the vibe. Peace.